0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. My name is Leo Flowers. I appreciate you uh, tuning in again. It's late. It's 9 p.m. I I should be winding down. I should be in bed. I had an episode all prepared for you. It was recorded in Hawaii with my good friend uh, Jen. And I didn't realize how much wind noise there was in the background, So I cannot upload the audio. The whole thing scrapped, scrapped. However, um, and we talked about food and, 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 and how Jen struggled with uh, uh, anorexia and bulimia and orthorexia. I know, what what is orthorexia? That's an addiction to healthy eating. So we're going to talk about how food is food. Because even when she said it, I was like, food ain't food. Like, Twinkies ain't food. Uh, Snickers ain't food. Uh, You know, candy bars, blah, blah, blah. But then I did some more research and I did some more thinking and reflecting and now I'm like, oh, oh, food is food, man. Love is love, right? Emotions are emotions, um, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of that. Um, it's just unfortunate that I could not uh, clean up the audio. So I mean, it was just <laughs> as she's talking. <laughs> um the the uh, it's not all uh, right so i'm a, i just got back from hawaii uh before i get into that i got to tell you some crazy stuff that uh i just discovered i had no idea uh one of my friends his wife is type 1 diabetic and and that's the diabetes where you are i think uh wait type 1 versus, yeah. Type, alright, so type 2 diabetes is often, often a milder form of diabetes in type 1. Type 2 increases your risk of heart disease and stroke. Uh, type 2, the pancreas usually produces some insulin, but the amount uh, blah, 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 if the levels are, wait, nobody's telling me the main difference between Type both a diabetic chronic glucose of the field. Oh, okay, so people with type 1 diabetes don't produce insulin. And then people with type 2 diabetes don't respond to insulin as well as they should. And later in the disease, often don't make enough insulin. Um, so my buddy, his wife has type 1 diabetes. And it's from when she was 12 years old She went on a, a field trip to South America And a bug got into her system Like, like a fly And uh, ate away at her pancreas So she doesn't have a pancreas to produce insulin And as a result, she is now type 1 diabetic I had no idea that was a thing bug. I mean, it's like some stuff out of a out of a movie. Um, and like if I had read that, it almost sounds like a BuzzFeed article. It sounds so suspicious. Like, oh, yeah, I was I was hiking in a bug. Uh, like if my, if my like one of my friends told me that they were diabetic because of bug. Uh, they swallowed a bug somewhere during their backpacking trip. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that's why you're diabetic. Right. It has nothing to do with the the milkshakes you've been consuming, the Big Macs. Uh, But for her, it's a thing. uh, But she's been healthy. She's produced two healthy babies. So she's thriving uh, in spite of. So, you know, for all you out there struggling with diabetes, man, um, I might be diabetic. I don't even know. I haven't been to the doctor in a while. But, um, the, uh, um, wait, how, how would you know if you if you even have diabetes, if you, uh, so symptoms of diabetes are frequent urination, feeling very thirsty, feeling very hungry, feeling very fatigued, blurry vision, cuts or sores that don't heal properly. Those are, um, and then also, like, irritability and mood changes. But that's probably has something to do with, like, being fatigued. And uh, <laughs> if, I was, if I was frequently urinating, I think I'd be irritable and moody all the time also. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But go to, go to a doctor. Get yourself checked out. See what's going on. If, if you're not feeling up to snuff. A lot of people uh, who struggle with uh, depression... Usually it's just uh, a thyroid, not usually, excuse me. Sometimes it's a thyroid issue. Uh, sometimes it's uh, a, a diet, Is diet related, like too much sugar. So like too much sugar, too much caffeine. So it's causing all these crashes and a lot of producing of dopamine and serotonin. And then your body's not producing it naturally. Uh, and then some of it's environmental, right? If you... If you've been the victim of—I uh, don't want to say victim; that's not a great word—but if you grew up with abuse or neglect in your household, um, any type of uh, violence, even head trauma, so many things can—and there in and there's—it's even environmentally linked. You know, if there's not enough stimulation for you in your environment, so many things can tap in um, and be the source of. Uh, a, uh, you just not expressing yourself in a in a in an honest way and in, in authentic way. All these things can um, cause and trigger uh, depression in someone. All right. So speaking of food, I uh, I just got back from Hawaii, Hawaii, which sounds great. I call it a uh, I call it a beautiful disaster. Beautiful disaster uh, for a few reasons. One, uh, when I when I landed, uh, my friend she presented me with a lei, and I put the lei on. You know, the lei is the, the 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 chain of flowers or the necklace of flowers that they put on you in Hawaii. And I was like, oh, this is great, and this is real flowers. I realized. I've had lays on, but they've all been fake plastic flowers. And to get in the car I to drive to the hotel and my neck is on fire. On fire. It's a I have a massive breakout of bumps. I am scratching and clawing at my skin. I almost sort of, like I almost took all my clothes off. I almost just got naked. I almost just I was ready to j- I almost jump out the car window while it was moving. I was in my neck was so inflamed. Uh, and it turns out I'm allergic to Lay's. Like I, I and that's something you wouldn't know. I mean, how often I put people putting Lay's on you, but I've also had a similar allergic reaction to, uh, oils like, um, eucalyptus, uh, Forget the other oils, so uh, I bring that up. Uh, so I'm gonna put a peg in that, but later on I'm gonna talk about the the what healthy means in terms of food. So today we're just gonna be talking about food, uh, and and this and e- eating disorders, and, and you know that's some people are passively taking their life um, with the way they're eating. Um, you know, it's people. Uh, Who are like 900 pounds uh, Are on an extreme uh, Opposite um, You know, extremely underweight Uh, And then people who Have like, you know More Quote unquote regular bodies But they still have like This crazy eating disorder Like orthorexia Which is an addiction to healthy eating We're going to talk about that But going back to Hawaii so, within a few, not even an hour after landing, I had a huge allergic reaction. Fortunately, just taking off the lay was enough for the symptoms to subside. Uh, my, my throat didn't close up or anything like that. Um, but I was damn sure about to hop in a pool of Benadryl. Trust me on that one. Did not require that. So, we get to the hotel, go for a swim. Coming back... Um, I'm walking up the stairs and uh, I feel some water dripping on my arm. Now the stairs, it's an outdoor staircase to the hotel. Outdoors, right? And I look down and the water is yellow. So, and I was like, I'm like, oh, it's a rust color. It must be water dripping from a pipe. And now I look up and I realize there's no rusty pipes. And then I go, to smell it. Urine. Uh, uh, there's, uh, I'm being peed on. Basically, is what I'm trying to tell you. Somebody on one of the top levels decided that uh, they were just going to relieve themselves right there on the staircase. And it dripped all the way down the stairs and the railing onto Leo flowers. So within uh, a few hours of landing in Hawaii, I've had an allergic reaction and I've been peed on. Uh, And of course, the universe doesn't stop there. Right. The universe it's like, hey. We, we got we got a, we got a couple more things for you, Leo Flowers. Uh, the following day, go to breakfast and put my food down. I go to the buffet, come back, food is gone. Eggs, uh, papaya, cantaloupe, uh, pineapple. Uh, side note: Hawaii has this white pineapple, which is incredible, incredible. Better than any dessert I've ever had. Any fruit. It's so incredible. They're star fruit and remarkable. It's red. This is rich, deep red colors. Um, And uh, there's a cost for the white pineapple. It's like three times the amount of the regular pineapple. But it's so good. So worth it. So anyway, uh, because the restaurant was outdoors, these birds just swooped in on Leo Flowers Grub and just... Took it all. Then um, uh, on the d- on the day that I'm leaving, coming back, go to breakfast, decide to treat myself, and uh, I leave my credit card at the at the at the restaurant of the hotel. Get on a plane. I go to pay for some snacks. You know, you know, you want some snacks? It's, it's only six hours, but I, I like I like some snacks with my little flight. And didn't have my card, and, and fortunately I remembered that I would left it there and they actually got it back to me today as a, as I'm recording this uh, episode so shout out to uh, the good people at the um, Four Seasons that's not where I stayed I'm not I'll I'm make Four Seasons hotel money um, but I did have breakfast there because they had one of the best views of the ocean uh, from the restaurant, but uh, so shout out to them. Thank you for saying that back to me. But outside of that, I had an amazing time. My buddy Ian lives there up in uh, Cloud Forest, and it just uh, and it it snows in Hawaii. I don't know. I never knew that. I had I thought Hawaii was just like rain and sunshine. I had no idea that snow was a factor. But there are parts of Hawaii because they have mountains that are like four thousand feet elevation that's where my buddy lives and uh, he said like it'll snow and then you drive about 20 minutes down and you're right back in the sun Uh, so I was up at his place he's he's raising goats goats people like he's giving me uh, a new perspective on life he's raising goats he's doing some other stuff up there too I can't really talk about but uh and his wife, she sells uh, tea. So I had the best tea. Anybody who knows me knows I love tea. So um, I had some really great tea while I was there. And uh, he has an outdoor bathroom. And so when you're sitting on the toilet, you're, you're, there's no wall in front of you. Yeah, there's three walls. And then there's no wall in front of you, just a view of the forest from the toilet. Which sounds good, except like if you had a late night type of situation you're trying to take care of, I can't imagine that is super comfortable. So all in all, I would definitely go back to why I booked my trip through uh, Skip Lag. And this is not a promotion. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'll, I'm hoping to keep this podcast free, like and ad free. Like to me, it's um, intrusive when I'm listening to a podcast. And then they they're talking regularly. I hate when like they talk regularly, and then you realize is is like half of it was a promo, and uh, so the uh, the when after debauchery, the I forget the word I'm looking for, but I just I feel deceived, Um, and so I'm I'm hoping to never uh, have to go that route. So that's why I'm producing everything myself. Uh, anyway, so Hawaii was great. If you get a chance to go, go, I booked it on skip Lack, which is an app, uh, with only four days notice. My trip from LA to Hawaii was four fifty. So if you're on the East coast, that's going to cost you probably a lot more money. I don't know, but that's what it was, uh, for me. So, uh, I took it and went and had a great time. The, so I want to get back to talking about food and addiction. And and the reason why this is valuable and uh I really want to talk about this one cuz uh if you listen to the, you know any of the previous podcasts, uh I've always alluded to my struggles with food and late night eating, I think. Oh my god, last not last night, two nights ago, I had a pint of ice cream a box I bought 16 oatmeal cookies. I didn't eat all 16, uh, but that wasn't for lack of trying. Uh, Cheez-Its, and I know I bought something else. Donuts. I bought like eight eight of those old school uh, crumb donuts. And I, I tried to eat it all. I didn't eat it all. I definitely ate the pint of ice cream, um, which i I went through a period where I stopped eating ice cream, and now the cravings are back. I'm going to blame it on the weather. It's hot. Right now, there's like 40 forest fires throughout uh, the the country, or at least over here on the west coast. Uh, Arizona is under a fire advisory right now. I'm going to blame the heat and humidity for triggering my... My ice cream uh, cravings. I'm also, you know, that's probably. I've been eating an acai bowl every day too, uh, which I have no regret or guilt about. I feel so good because I only eat the acai bowl. If you've never had an acai bowl, A C A I, you have to get one that's cold. It has acai, which is just, you know, of course, it's like this super antioxidant, blah 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 from the mountains, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it'll have uh, coconut, banana, uh, cut up banana, shredded coconut, uh, I'll get the protein outside both. So then there's almond butter, walnuts, and uh, flax or chia seeds. And I want to say there's something else uh, that I'm missing, but uh, I get, I love, I look forward to, Knowing that I'm gonna have an acai bowl is what gets me to the been getting me to the gym uh, every day. It got me to the gym today because I sure wasn't gonna work out. Then I was like, "If you work out, you can have an acai bowl." And I was like, "All right, all right, all right, all right, go, right, go." Right. So speaking of uh, bowls and food and sugar, um, like I said, I had I had a friend of mine, Jen, on who. Uh, she she had all of the eating disorders. She had anorexia, bulimia, orthorexia, which we we talked about, um, and so she put herself in a year long um, uh, institution for eating disorders. It's a year long program, and one of the lessons that she learned is that. Food is food. I, want, I really want to drive this home. Food is food. Because, like I said, when she first said it, and even after she explained it, I I didn't buy it. I was like, you can't tell me that Twinkies and salmon and uh, kale and bok choy and, you know, you can't tell me that that's, in, in, uh, in and Big Mac, like, those are all the same things, right? You can't. Can't tell me that, um, that skittles are is the same thing as um, as as tilapia, right? So, but then when I looked into it, if if you thought about it, if you were in a desert for three days, you haven't eaten, sun's beaming down, and you see a house, you're not gonna crawl up the stairs, knock on the door, and ask for locally farm-raised, organic, non-GMO, pasture, you know, uh, sourced, uh, salmon. You're just going to be like, you got any food? Do you have any food and water? Right? You're not going to be can I look at the menu, please? Can I talk to the wait? Like, no, 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 food. Can do you have any food? I haven't eaten for three days. And I'm about to die. My muscles are emaciated. Do you have any food? Right. And that's when you know you're hungry. When you just ask for food. By the way, when I go to restaurants, I really look at the menu. I usually am like I, I'm asking. I just ask the waiter. I'm like because I, I know what I want. I usually want fish. I go, what's the best fish that you have? And I'll usually order that um, unless it's like some $50, $70 fish, San Francisco. Um, then I just like get the salmon. But uh, I ask either a fish or I ask like, uh, like I went to a Thai restaurant. I was like, what kind of beef do you have? So I went with that, right? You can get two in your head about, um, about stuff and ordering. And I understand if you have an allergy um, or some other type of health issue where you really do have to be, or if you're training for something, right? Like you, you got Ironman coming up or uh, you got the CrossFit Games, something like that, where you really have to dial in your nutrition. Um, but by the way, there's even people who compete at that elite level, uh, whether you're talking about CrossFit games or basketball, you know, those people will say that they eat McDonald's and, and uh, you know, Taco Bell and. Skittles, you know, they all talk about like the the, the things that they, uh, Oreo cookies, things like that, and so this this idea that we've always had of calories in, calories out, is is not um, is not true. Re- new research is showing that um, the science tells us that nutrient absorption is somewhat reliant on enjoyment how much do you enjoy what you are eating and I think that one of the key reasons is if you're eating quote unquote healthy food and we're going to get back to that word healthy um, then but you're stressed you're not able to absorb all the nutrients from it because stress itself closes up the cells it restricts the blood flow, and, and, and blood is what transfers the nutrients and minerals through your body, right? Blood is the carrier of that, and it dishes it out to the different organs in your brain and the feet and all. Everybody that needs it, blood is dishing out. Blood is like the, the paper boy. It's, it's, it's tossing out, instead of papers, it's tossing out vitamins and minerals. But if you're stressed, it slows down. The paper route, right? The paper boy ain't, uh, ain't got them flying like he used to. It's going to be late. Or some people may not even get their paper because you're stressed, right? So if you're eating healthy food, then your body's more relaxed. And then that also means that there's more blood in your stomach to digest and break it down, right? So... Uh, and then that when there's more blood in your stomach, down, then that means that it, it can send out more of the good stuff to your body and to your organs. And also not being stressed means then you can poop out whatever your body doesn't need. Right. Versus if you're stressed. Remember, when you're when we're stressed, we hold on to everything. When we're stressed, we, we clench our fists. Our shoulders shrug. Our face gets all scrunched up. Like we, we become smaller as we uh, become more stressed. Uh, and, but when we're angry, we open up and, and, and you know, I'll talk more about the emotions and, and things like that. But so you have to enjoy. I had a buddy of mine, Siddiqui Fuller. Dude was in incredible shape. He could do a standing back flip. And I remember... One day, and he was shredded. He had a, eight, a six-pack, eight-pack. He had all the packs. But, man, I remember he was eating his pizza. And he looked like he was in heaven. He had so much joy on his face. And and there I was eating, like, a chicken breast uh, salad. And, you know, I'm, I, it's all right. But, it, damn, I would love the pizza. And I go, how could you eat that, man? And being in shape, he goes, Leo. You know, I got everything I need on this pizza. I got, I got, uh, I got, uh, vegetables from the, from the tomato sauce and the basil and, uh, all the different, um, uh, uh um, spices that they put on there. He's like, I have, uh, I got, I got, uh, protein because it was a uh, pepperoni pizza. My body needs protein. He's like, I got, I have fats. My body needs fats. Have these like, I got the carbs from the uh, from the crust. I have everything I need on this pizza, and, and I'm looking at my salad. I'm like, man, I only got protein and then whatever minerals are in this uh, little lettuce right here. And was not happy. And and you know when you eat things that you don't enjoy, excuse me. We both know what happens is then you end up snacking on something later or you feel like you deserve to eat whatever you want to eat later on right so you don't have to um eating healthy is not about eating low-fat dairy-free blah 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 right um unless like you're type 1 diabetic then yeah, you got to be specific in, in what you're eating. Um, but food is food, right? And you have to enjoy it. I remember one time I was with some friends and they're, I was at their, at their aunt's house and, and, and auntie made the biggest Italian meal ever. It was just pasta and uh, lasagna and uh, bread and wine and... But it was a three-hour meal because we enjoyed it so much. It was amazing. And I lost weight. I got on the scale the next morning. I think I lost like three pounds. Because I thought I was gonna gain weight. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be obese like Reese. And no, sir. I got on the scale. I was three pounds lighter. And I slept like a baby that night. And it was just because I enjoyed myself so much i was laughing i was talking trash i was getting up doing stuff moving around we were hugging we were singing. like it was a it was a whole fest festivity if you go to italy or any of these uh a lot of these european places and you go to a restaurant you're not just sitting down to eat like there's entertainment the owner is usually uh talking to people and making his rounds it's a thing. It's an it's an event. It's an experience. There's music playing, so so many other things. So we need to ask ourselves, instead of uh, how do what, what calories do we have to cut back on? What do we um, need to stop? It's like how can I enjoy my meals better? How can I enjoy it? So some of the things that some of the things that uh, you can do is. Uh, and and this sounds corny, right? But there's a reason when you go to a restaurant that they cut the lights down. They set a little mood for you. They cut the lights down. They play a little background music, not too loud. Hopefully, some places do. If it's like you know, they're trying to turn it up, usually on the weekends or the later it gets. Uh, the Thai restaurant I went to, they they but at first we walked in. And the music was it was nice and low and it was uh, so it was conversational. And then at seven on the dot, man, they cranked that bad boy up. And we now we're yelling at each other from across the room. Um, and he's just like, alright, I guess this is what it is. But um, but create an atmosphere for yourself. Create an atmosphere for your dining. Why We don't need to, we don't, there's no reason for us to go to a nice restaurant just for the experience. You know how many experiences you can create on your own at home and keep changing it because you're at home. You know, you go to a restaurant, it's pretty much the same experience. They haven't changed much around, right? The, the people have changed. Um, but if you go during different hours, then that energy is going to be different. You know, the lunch crowd versus the dinner crowd. Um, that definitely uh, is a difference in energy and dress and, and, and so many things. Um, but you go, but at home, you can create, light some candles, invite, invite some friends over, you know, but make extra food, make extra food, and then dish out some leftovers, you know, drop it off to the friends, but ask, figure out, ask yourself how you can enjoy the food more. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, some of you, are, I already know, I already know. Some of you are like, Leo, the problem is I enjoy food too much. No, 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 no. That, that overeating, that compulsive eating, that, that, um, finishing off the bread basket, That is you. uh, Usually, you're bored. Oh, it got quiet, didn't it? Uh, uh, Or you're avoiding um, something that needs to be said, right? Or you're trying to, you know, you're avoiding the situation at hand, whatever it is. But uh, just because you ate all of it doesn't mean you enjoyed it. Half of that was uh, a consumption of feelings, right? And so. You the dinner time is that time. It's it's you know, when you watch television and I think I think TV has ruined what the dinner experience is supposed to be. It ain't supposed to be this like uh I everybody sit down, say your prayer, this formal experience. It should be dynamic. On Sundays, I go to my cousin's house, my aunt's well, yeah, cousin's house for dinner. And it's turned up for dinner. Oh, man. Like um, people talking trash. Uh, We're talking politics. We're talking sex. We're talking. And there's kids there, too. Like nothing is on, off the table. we talking. Last time I was there, we went from politics to sex to murder to uh, health care to like we covered all the things. We we, we, we we went through the whole newspaper You understand Sports, everything no, no, stone, no stone Was left unturned And that's how we do it On my When my family gets together at, at like, And you, you eat however, whenever, you, whenever the food's ready get, get, your, get your own plate Ain't nobody serving you nothing There's no uh, major group prayer You just get in how you get in and get your grub on. And it's it's Belizean food. So on my side of family my mom is a Belizean. So I get I gets in there. I, beans and rice. And uh, uh, either it's like chicken or pork. Whatever been in that crock pot for 24 hours. That's what I love. I love that cooking that started the day before. That's what I'm all about. That day before cooking. That's some food you know is going to be. Incredible. So coming back, food is food. Find ways to enjoy it. I got I got playlists that I play. There's a on Spotify. I put in some. There's a playlist called uh, Kitchen Swagger. Kitchen Swagger. Now I'll play that when I'm cooking, and I like to cook different things in it. I I get in the kitchen, and I be I be mixing it up. I you know I like to throw some stuff in there. I, you know, I'll look at a recipe here and there, but to me, the, the joy is in just throwing some stuff in and seeing what happens. And then, uh, you know, because I figure no matter how, how bad I mess it up, I could always throw some uh, some uh, mustard and sriracha on top of it. You know, that, that'll clean up any little mistakes. The barbecues, you know, that's what the sauces are for. The sauces ain't for you to cook with. You ain't supposed to be serving... The sauces are for, excuse me, the sauces are for you to cover up any mistakes. You understand what I mean? Uh, it's like, sauces. So they like the makeup of, uh, of food and, and culinary artistry. That's why when you go to a restaurant, they don't have a lot of, um, they don't put a lot of sauce on there. And, and, and a lot of chefs will be offended. Offended. There's a place called Father's Office. And the, the, you know, you can't like there's only one burger. You have to order. You just have you have to be like, I want the burger. There's no hey, can I get the burger with uh, no no no. There's only one burger. It's only served one way, and you're gonna take it as is. There's zero condiments on the table. Everything there uh, should be enjoyed as it is served. You don't need to add anything to it. That is the chef's job right so enjoy your food find ways to enjoy your food slow down take your time to eat it eat it with others eating it in a car is not fun right um so there was a study uh, that was conducted they took the study collected nutrient absorption data from two groups a group of Thai women and a group of Swedish women. They fed both groups a Southeast Asian dish reportedly adored among the Thai women and not so popular among the Swedes. The Thai women absorbed nearly 50% more nutrients than the Swedish women, resulting in better nutrition and health benefit from the meal overall, right? So the brain is a powerful thing. A huge part of the mechanism of digestion is in response to signals sent by the brain. When you like the way your food tastes, your food brain, your, your brain is much more eager to send those messages to digest it, right? So, you know, and I get it because, like, the research out here is, like, so confusing, right? Like, sometimes a low-sugar diet works and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes... High fat, low carb is a way to go, and sometimes that's all nonsense, right? Some you'll read an article, it'll be like wine prevents disease, and then another article will be like uh, it has the ex- entirely opposite effect. So you just have to, and and sometimes like you go, how do I know what I enjoy? Because we're so used to apps telling us what to eat and going off of a calorie thing and um, this and that, if you don't know what to eat, then you're not ready to eat, and here's what I mean, when you get quiet enough, when you when you shut down, then your body will really start to talk to you, I gotta take a, a drink of water real quick, because it's hot, Your body will, but I remember the other night I was in the kitchen and I'm looking at the fridge and the cupboards and I was like, I want something to eat, but nothing was, was calling out to me. And then I remembered I had Brazil nuts and I was like, ah, Brazil nuts. Like there was zero question in my mind that that is what I wanted and that is what would uh, fulfill me. And I had, I, I, tr- I eat about seven Brazil nuts every day. Um, I read that it boosts testosterone and it has the healthy fats. So, uh, you know, all you got to do is just tell me the benefits of a food and I'm, I'm going to eat it like that. It's, it's ridiculous um, that I eat like that, but I'm sold on the benefits. You know, it's like I'm not li- looking at calories. I'm not looking at anything else. Just tell me what it do. And I will eat it based off of that. So, which leads me into this whole thing about healthy versus not healthy. Like, um, I read this article and I was like, this makes so much sense. All right. So, the, um, the article is like, no food is healthy, not even kale. That's the article. But it's talking about how basically like the word healthy is a bankrupt word, right? Um, Our food isn't healthy. We are healthy. Our food is nutritious, right? Words are the key to giving people the tools they need to figure out what to eat. And now everyone's running around all confused, right? So what that means is that Like kale, we could say, oh, yeah, kale is healthy. No, kale is nutritious. It has nutritional benefits. The healthy part comes in how we consume it. Because if I eat too much kale, because I think kale is like high in vitamin K and A and some whatever, whatever, uh, iron. But if I consume too many of those... Um. Uh, uh, too much kale and get too many of those vitamins and minerals, then that could actually be toxic to my body, right? So it's not that kale is nutritious because it's not nutritious for everybody. The same way that milk isn't nutritious or healthy for everybody. The same way that um, uh, even water. There's you know there are people who are allergic to water. Don't ask me about the details. You're going to have to Google that. You're going to have to YouTube that. You're going to have to look that up. Um, But there are people out there who are allergic to water. So water for them is not uh, quote unquote healthy. It's not even nutritious. It's harmful to them. So we have to be careful with what we're calling healthy and what we're calling uh, and, and, and make sure that we're not substituting healthy for nutritious, right? So there are things, there are a lot of foods that are nutrient dense, like your kale, your, uh, your salmon, your, you know, the, the fish, grass-fed beef, uh, lamb, sweet potatoes. Uh, a lot of your dark, your your Swiss chards, your your bok choy, like there are a lot of vegetables and meats that are nutrient dense, so they are nutritious. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are healthy, because you know, how how long has it been cooked? If it hasn't been cooked long enough, that could be harmful to you. Um, there's that book Unbroken. Where uh, I don't know if you've read the book Unbroken, and I'm not giving anything away, but they're at sea for uh, f- like 47 days, uh, trapped. Oh, uh, not trapped, but they're at sea, stranded. That's the word. Stranded at sea in a life raft, and there's sharks circling, and they catch a shark with their bare hands. They reach in the water. That's how close to the surface the shark- sharks are. So they reach in grab a shark, catch it, cut it open, but they can only eat the liver from the shark. That's the only place. Now, you would think a shark is a fish. It should be able to eat the entire thing, but no, uh, um, unless it's been cooked, right? If you're talking about just raw fish, the only healthy Part of the fish that you can eat the only nutritious is both healthy and nutritious. I think I'm, I'm confusing words. Um, is the liver. So the liver, as, as, as we know, like all the foods go through there. So it's, it's super nutritious. That's why like wolves, when they kill an animal, they're always going for the organ meats first. they, they going through the, the stomach, right? Uh, they, they want to get to the liver. So these guys were able to cut open the shark. And they only ate the liver. So that's something for you guys to know in the future. If you're ever stranded at sea, you catch a shark. Boom. Now that's just for the shark. It doesn't apply to I don't know what the rules are for the other fish. They didn't, it's not like they caught they didn't catch a whale, so I can't tell you how to handle the whale. But um so food is food. Food is food. Um and and healthy is is in no is, is dictated by your Behavior, it's uh, healthy. Is dictated by what you do. Are you, you know, how are you taking your time as you eat? Are you uh, enjoying the foods? Are you, uh, uh, you know, uh, are you um, eating? Are you stop? Have you stopped eating right before you got full? Uh, healthy eating is also not eating too late at night, right, um, and not eating. Also, probably not eating first thing in the morning. Healthy eating is also like, what are the foods you're eating in conjunction with each other? Because some foods don't like to be consumed with other foods. So, when we talk about health, what's healthy, it's more determined by your behavior and not determined by what you're actually eating. Nutritious, nutrition is determined by the foods. So, you know, like a Big Mac, not super nutritious. But it's still food. It's just, you know, what, what are you seeking? What is the purpose? Not a lot of fiber. So, you know, that Big Mac's going to sit up in you for a second, you know. And then you're going to be hungry. And that's why you're hungry so uh, quick afterwards because you didn't get any nutrition and your body's still nutritionally starved, right? So I just want to make that strong distinction between nutritious and healthy. Healthy is determined by your behavior. Nutrition is determined by the quality of the foods that you are consuming. Right? Um, and then, you know, in making sure you're enjoying the food. Enjoy it, man. When you see people who are in great shape, they're not starving themselves. They really enjoy what they are eating. They have, they Their eyes light up when they eat an acai bowl or because they know that they've quote unquote earned it or they they, they understand food and they know what it's going to taste like. And, and they and they're not just they're not cooking like bland foods. They're cooking with a lot of herbs and spices and things like that, like we talked about. So why is this concept of food is food so valuable? This also goes into emotions. Right. So. We love to judge everything. we judge our food as good food or bad food and 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 magazines are notorious for that. Eat this, not that. Drink this, not that. notorious for creating this good versus evil right and 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 so we, we tend to do that also with our emotions. It creates this black or white thinking this. All or nothing thinking, right? So with your emotions, anger is not a bad emotion. Sorrow, not a bad emotion. Fear, anxiety, pain, despair—all um, those are not bad emotions. But so the same way, like um, you know, joy and happy and and excited. And, you know, um, uh, 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 caring, like those aren't good emotions. They are just emotions. Emotions are emotions. And here's why I say that. There are moments where it requires you to be angry. Now, anger in the movies is always like the guy, you know, punching the wall or hitting his girlfriend, or uh, crashing his car. But anger can also be in um, uh, uh, protesting, uh, writing a book. A, a lot of great works of art have been created out of anger at the system. That's really all like a lot of painters and, and authors and um, any a lot of creative types, they they create from their anger right they, they're creating from their um, their fears the things that they're afraid of the things that make them anxious the things that keep them up at night they're creating from there um, and and that doesn't mean that you can only create from there that's the other you know uh, myth is that uh, you can only create from pain you can create from any emotion as long as it's um a compelling emotion like meaning like if you're sad most people it's very hard to create from sadness because it doesn't really sadness doesn't compel you to work now melancholy can be uh a creative space for you and melancholy is kind of like a dysthymia it's like a low grade depression and if you can harness that, you can actually create uh, a lot of great work from uh, your depression, you can create a lot of you can create from your mania, it's just an all in how you are channeling your emotions. So emotions are emotions. And so when you feel something, when you feel anxious, when you feel angry, when you're scared, when you're happy, when you're excited, then that's an opportunity. That's energy. It's energy. Emotions are energy. And and that's something that you go, how do I want to channel this? Do I, I want to go work out? Do I want to do some burpees? Some push ups? Do I want to call my mom? Do do I wanna um do I wanna create a short film? There's this guy, Casey Neistat, who Got a ticket, got a t- received a ticket for uh, riding his bike uh, outside the bike lane. And it made him so angry that he made a short film about it and posted it on YouTube. It went viral. And from there, he built a career in filmmaking. Where he had zero career before that, was making very little money, but he channeled his emotions into. Something productive, and that's what we're asking you to do. Nobody's asking you to suppress your emotions or to hide it um, or to stop crying. Cry. Be angry. Uh, be 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 happy. Be excited. Feel all of the feelings and channel it. If 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 a feeling comes up and you go. Whoa! I'm not comfortable with this. Like, all right. So what am I going to do with this? Because we can't wait for the other person or other things to make us feel better. Right. That's what we want. That's really what we want. Right. Most of us is like, oh, we want that drink. Maybe this drink will make me feel better. Oh, the pill. Uh, Oh, I just veg out in front of the TV. Um, sex, food, whatever it is, uh, you know, uh, some people work out for hours and it's all, uh, in, in like seeking something outside of ourselves to make us feel better when really we just need to feel, just, just be able to sit there and feel that's the power of meditation. That's what I love about meditation is that it's just asking you to sit there and and feel. And it makes you realize that your emotions aren't as scary uh, as they are because all that stuff comes up. The, the the happiness, the caring, the depression, the feelings of inadequacy, the fear, the confusion, the, the, the anger, the loneliness, the guilt, the shame. All those things come up. Right? And and they sway you from side to side, and you're just sitting there in the pocket. You're just in the eye of the storm, and and you recognize it's just moving through you. We talked about this uh, with that sandstorms uh, podcast. How it just moves through you. So, food is food. Emotions are emotions. Love is love. I was just I was just re- thinking about that the other day of. Uh, the idea that love is love, uh, you know, because yes, we we love people differently, but it's it's just all love. It's it's love, and it you know, my love for you means I pick you up from the airport, but maybe for somebody else, I'm, not, I'm like I would never. I love them, but I'm not picking them up from the airport. I, my you know, the, my my the love is is different for different people. So. Love is is love. It's, it's not a. There's there's people trying to separate it like there's romantic love and bo- I, I, love is love. Food is food. Emotions are emotions. So let's get away from this idea of good versus evil. This is bad. That's good. It's like it's it's all a thing. And then what are you gonna do with that? How are you gonna not just enjoy food? Because I tell you right now, if you haven't figured out how to enjoy food, you probably also haven't figured out how to enjoy life. Because the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. And as you as we change our mindset around food, and we go and we just start asking ourselves, like, what does my body want right now? What does it need? Right? Versus falling into our compulsory compulsory behaviors. Then we start to look at life like that. Like, what is it that I want? Because a lot of, sometimes we, we do these things in life. Um, uh, you have these people who are very successful and they build these careers. And, they, and they're just building it out of compulsion. So, you know, we talk about compulsive eaters. There are compulsive workers. There are compulsive entrepreneurs and and runners and um, people who are just compulsively uh, creating and maybe don't even want to create. Maybe don't even want to build, but they're afraid of, of um, what would happen if they stopped creating, if they stopped building, if they... Decided to, to, to go a different route. They decided to, to start a family. To, to you know, um, uh, uh, buy a farm. To, to go corporate. To go, uh, to volunteer. To backpack across the country. A lot of what we, we are viewing as people working really hard. Are people just just compulsively running on this uh, this rat wheel, right? So, if you if you don't know why you're doing, what you're doing what you're doing, then do nothing. And it feels scary to do nothing because we think we should always be doing something. But just sit for a minute and do nothing, and then the answer will appear to you. It might take a few minutes, it might take a few hours, it might even take a few days, but practice doing nothing, sitting in silence, hearing what your voice has to say and um, and we're going to end it there, ladies and gentlemen. I really appreciate you all for tuning in um Gotten so much love off the Jordan Reed episode, a lot of new downloads, a lot of followers, uh, a lot of new followers, a lot of great comments, um, and I, I have to, I want to say something in that tonight. I almost didn't upload an episode, and you know, I, I made a promise to myself, and I made a promise to you all that I would upload every Monday and Thursday. And then um, I was like, I don't know if I have anything to say. I don't know if they want to hear about my trip to Hawaii. You know, it was just kind of like just feeling like I didn't, I didn't have enough. I, did, I, like, I, didn't, I wasn't providing any value. And I realized like the foundational value of this whole thing was consistency. And I just want to consistently put out an episode every Monday and Thursday. And no matter what, uh, I know the sound quality isn't always the best. People have been asking me to turn up the sound. Um, you know, like I said I had wind in today, which is why I didn't upload her episode. Um, but, you know, I, I'm I'm always working on it. I'm tweaking it. I have some really Cool, more uh, guests coming up like we just had Jordan Reed which was uh it was so much fun very funny if you haven't listened to it uh definitely check that episode out um, but and and so I bring that up to say to you when you want to quit when you want to stop doing something that you've been doing get back to the value of it to the intention well what was the original? Intention. mind was just to be consistent. Just want to consistently share with you uh, what's been going on, what's going on in my life, and, um, and and things that I'm learning, and information, and and letting you know that um, you're not alone. We're not alone. We we all have our own thing that we're going through and struggling with and so if I can make uh, and I don't want to say I I'm trying I'm, if we can make one person feel less alone in the world it's wonderful remember this podcast is not a substitute for getting therapy talking to someone in person or on the phone There's teletherapy, uh, all the suicide, the 1-800-SUICIDE hotline, all those numbers are always linked in the show notes. Scroll through. There's phone numbers, websites, you can text, all that stuff is in the show notes. Remember, the biggest thank you you can have is to share the episode with someone. Sharing is caring. Thank you for sharing the episode. Thank you for enjoying the episode. And I will talk to you soon.